Podcast. Everybody loves, loves the Ocho, my guys. God damn it, Tony Triple Threat, quit being a nine ball. This is the 10th season of the Battle of the Willamette Podcast weekly update. The Diaz. The Diaz. The Diaz. And we're all jacked up on candy or something from trick-or-treating. I don't know. That was a... Feeling even after a loss, feeling good. This was an exciting week. A lot of chatter last night, a lot of coming and going. So it was uh, pretty exciting. CJ, did you want to jump in on something real quick, or are we going to get that later? We'll get that later. Okay. Well, we're going to jump right into some uh, pretty burly matchups this week. Uh, high, high, high slack week. Um, some uh, trade controversy. A lot of. A lot of trades going back and forth, but we're going to start with our first matchup this week. We're looking at nine ball. Irish puddles against our guy, Badonka Bronx. CJ, how did the whole thing go down? Well, it was never a doubt. Irish puddles ran away with this one, 161 to 135. CMC has his first full week of practice with the 49ers. Boy, did he look good passing a rushing and receiving touchdown to get that 42 points. Nuke shows up again. You know, Hopkins getting that 35 points in his second start with 12 receptions. I mean, that's crazy. CMC and Hopkins are nearly half Vikings points in this week, but Eckler, Mahomes, Kelsey, and, and Derwin were all on bye weeks. So that's pretty rough. He still put up 161. But I will say this, for Badonka Bronx, two of the top players on his squad came from the IDP um, you know pretty impressive there but IP is starting to run away with the overall points he's also got the tops and keepers the Donka Bronx is actually tops the league with waiver points how'd that happen wow. whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought that was an end zone thing <laughs> and, and IP goes undefeated in October Oof. and continues to dominate the regular season. Well, you brought it up, and I think it's worth saying again. I don't know if everyone knew, but this was a really big bye week issue for Irish Puddles. So I just want to reiterate that. I you know, he threw that out there a couple times. Big bye week issues. Nobody cares. But he's but- the only person that has bye weeks. Did you, did you know that? I know. I was, no, no one else is sending out pictures of their bench. He does it year in and year out. And but he's the only one that had A plus 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 draft though. Does that that's true? That that's true. It's unbelievable. And the truth is, is that if we don't have that explosive CMC game, and Hopkins doesn't go off for thirty five, like really the rest of his team was very vanilla. You could have pulled the upset. I felt like there was an opportunity. Um, hopefully the, uh, the Trevor Lawrence, uh, choo-choo hype will settle down because, you know, the guy, the guy has one decent week and IP wants to sell him for, I think he said three picks. So hopefully that nonsense settles down, but, uh, IP got the victory. Uh, it's going to be tough with McCaffrey, uh, (laughs) in San Francisco, that game was incredible to watch. That guy is a talent and uh, we'll see where it goes from here. Yeah, tough game to watch, tough to uh, tough to see all that, uh, that good stuff on uh, IP's squad there. And that's all I got to say. Let's move on to the next match. I just, 
I hate that he and I have the same record and that he was uh, sucking so bad, gets sober, turns it around. So let's see if he can keep running it out into November. Second uh, matchup of the week, uh, former champ Endzone against controversy-riddled Tony's triple threat. CJ? Well, yeah, 163 to 146, so it's close. But, uh, you know, that big fab spend for Foreman pays off with 31 points, uh, nearly matching Henry's 35. So making a big replacement for the injured Zeke, so well done. Allen and Diggs combined for 50. Lamar has a subpar outing, especially after losing Andrews in the first half on Thursday. But Moore has his best game of the season with 27, but ultimately came down to IDP. Easy's 38 to t- Tony's triple threats, 14. That's the difference in the game, guys. Like, that was it. Had, you know, Easy had a big uh, IDP week, and Tony did not. So despite the tough loss, second best start in franchise history for triple threat. The loss drops them into fourth in the West. Can triple threat hang on for a playoff run? Well, I like how you said that that was the difference in the game, the IDP. Um, <laughs> felt, felt like the difference in the game <laughs> might have been, I don't know, DJ Dallas or a certain wide receiver that had three touchdowns. But as it says on paper here, the difference was IDP. Uh, so we'll see if he can rebound from it. Uh, in zone, again, 163 is is beatable. Uh, I think Tony would have had this. Uh, you guys want to spend more time talking about the trade, or should we just move on? Well, I think I think we have to say something because that's all it was. I mean, that was a crazy trade, and I'm sure. Yeah, I don't even know. I still don't know what to say about it. But this is our second podcast, still talking about the trade. And still don't know what to say about it. I think I think everyone's on the same page here. So I don't know if there's much more that needs to be said. So maybe we just save it for next week's podcast. Everyone, <laughs> everyone's got to take their lumps with that one trade that went sideways thinking you got the, you know, just, I mean, I am not a great fantasy football strategists but i definitely feel like i've been raked over the coals early on and had had to learn some lessons i never had this good of a guy to where i learned my lesson but i mean the last two drafts for me were pretty bare based on some of the mistakes that i've made and just gambling stuff so i mean it's the thing about it is aj brown goes out and puts up a 10 this week we were mm-hmm. done talking about it last week. He yeah. you know, goes off. Well, some of us, years. some of us were. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I think this, I think this will die down and it, it'll be, uh, you know, somebody will, somebody will get off somebody else's back and it'll be fine. So hopefully we're not talking about this next week. So rolling into our third matchup of last week, a uh, game that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, it's not often that you see a hippopotamus fight a bull and lose, but <laughs> spoiler alert, that was the outcome. CJ, how did uh, hippopotamus fare against our guy Gore? All right, 215 to 185. Uh, a lot of points in this game. 
Kamara leads all scores for week eight with 42. And Gore's brand new Hurts Brown stack gets him 77. So that's just wonderful for him. Um, and what's also what's strange is Gore sat his his keeper linebacker, Devin White, picks up Edwards late in the weekend and gets 19.5. It's almost like whatever he does, it works. Hip Hop's building something impressive with Tua and Hill. That's, that may be the stack. You know, you come into this with Rodgers, but you still get 70 points combined from that team. And then Amari and Jones continue to pay off his off-season trades with over 40 combined. In the end, though, Goro was just too much. He had a great day. And, this, and despite this being the biggest blowout of the week, which is crazy to say, wow. Hip Hop could have defeated anyone else in the league this week. And Gore's back on top in the West. Crazy. I mean, deserving is one thing. Whatever's happening to Gore right now <laughs> might be a, a list for whatever this is next year. I, you know, Kamara blew up 42 points, 39 out of A.J. Brown. It was, it was rough. I felt for you, Hip Hop. I thought that you made the right decision. I know you probably grinded over that, that QB decision. <laughs> Tua came out, put up numbers, put up burgers. Yeah, he looked good. You know, he looked burgers. real good. Uh, and it was just, uh, it, you know, hindsight, if the trade didn't happen, we know that Curtis Samuel's in that lineup, and it's a, another victory for you. Uh, but it did, so you're the first victim. But uh, really a lot of points. It's good to see points like this again out of, out of uh, a couple of franchises because it just feels like they've been down. Um this this year and i know it's because of the points per first down and everything else but uh it feels like we're grinding out a lot of 130 140 150 point games um so it's good to see some big numbers but uh heartbreaker hip-hop yeah i want to say i want to say last year the average was close to 175 you know for um weekly scoring and this year it's at 146 so it's back down to where it should be um but still to get 215 points and is, is a lot i mean and gore 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 had to felt pretty good it was great what a what a great win for him sorry hip-hop but you're still in there you're you know i will chance at the division i will say this nothing to do with fantasy football as much as i was at costco i bumped into gore and the lovely uh <laughs> mrs gore um, I didn't know it was him as a guy in a hood. It was raining. Uh, he, he took a parking spot from an elderly woman and <laughs> was, was, was zero fucks. And he, he got out and I recognized him. It was gore. He's just goring people in the Costco parking lot. We exchanged pleasantries. So just know, don't take it personally. It's it's real life. It's fantasy football. I just had one thing to say about this. I was like, saw that Kamara was doing real great and punched him up. Did anyone else see he's only got 77 points total prior to this game? He had like more than half of his output for the last however many games in this. So, well, and Josh Jacobs comes back to earth. They don't score a point. Yeah, you know the, the Raiders are have a terrible day. Josh Jacobs had three thirty-plus point games in a row, puts up seven, and Kamara <laughs> just steps in. It's like 
Gore can do no wrong. That's all yeah. I gotta say about that. Well, I think, yeah. And Kamara actually has 117 points on the season, so maybe that was what he had before. No, no, that's what I meant. Like in the game, I saw that he was projecting out at 40, and I was like, "What?" And he's, I was like, "This guy's hasn't done shit this year." So yeah, yeah, he put up a third. Yeah, he put up a third of his points and for the season in one game. Yeah. Well, he's you know. He is third in scoring on Gore's team, 19 and a half points per game. So it's this did bump up the averages for sure, you know. But hey, anytime you get a burger, you gotta feel good about it. Mm. You gotta take it. Burgers. All right, going to the next recap. We're looking at our guy Electro versus the new and improved slumlord. CJ. All right, Electrocutioner with Herbert out of a bye. He brings on Geno Smith. He gives him 20. You gotta feel good about that. Mm. But let me back up. Sorry, 137-126 Electro wins. Another barn burner in the league this week. <laughs> Gibson has back-to-back 25-point games. He's rushing, he's receiving, he's returning, but that seven receptions for 50 yards and a touchdown, that really sealed the deal there on, uh, you know, with his 25 points. Slumlord gets 18 from newly acquired Jerry Judy figures. Mixing disappoints again on Monday night with only 12. Ultimately, it comes down to a poor showing from Renfro with one and a half points <laughs> and a big day from Gibson. So, Slumlo still tops points from drafted players, still. but Gore's within 20 points of him now. And Electro, we're starting franchise history for a team that just can't quite get over the hump each week. It's just right there. You know, he's got two wins, but he's had some close, you know, he said, well, I, would, I, would, I don't know if I'd say close but he's had some surprising and disappointing wins that i'm sure you know keep him up at night yeah i don't know it sounded like there was some tank uh thought from coming from electro's camp and then he kind of keeps winning you know wins this ugly one um but gino smith 20 points what i would have done for 20 points from a qb (laughs) save it save it justin save it but I will say that the Jerry Judy trade, uh, you know, he doesn't do that all year. He gets moved over to Slumlord. He, he gets the 18 out of him. And he's really the, the only upside. Personally, I also uh, slacked uh, Slumlord early on in the day and said, uh, how do you feel about Micah Parsons now that you got him on your, your roster? And he's sitting with two points, I think, at the time. And then after I dropped Micah, you know, he finally has that game where he uh, – has the strip sack for uh, oh, yeah. t- touchdown, and I eat crows. So uh, I guess it's I guess it's pretty good for him. But yeah, this was this was you know a couple of those those scoring uh, uh, franchises. Electrocutioner with the win, and um, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, seventeen point six points for Micah Parsons. That's nice. You want that from your defense, but it was all for nothing. All for not. All right, second to last matchup here. We've got uh, my guy Duck Cowboy Ooh. against the S, the head of SOS News, Hawk Attack, CJ. Yeah, one forty three to one thirty two. Duck Cowboy takes home the win, moves up to three and five, still in the playoff hunt, as as you all know. So DC led by. You know, his wide receiver tandem, Cup and Lana, combined for 40 points. That's good. Swift and Pierce have decent days, both just over 14. Hawk Attack has the two highest scoring players with Prescott um, and Etienne, you know, in London. 
but still comes up. The zero points from Carlson for Hawk and the 15th for Koo is devastating for Hawk. Could have been the difference. There's a lot of things going on in this game. You know, despite a negative 1.06 from Carr, um, he wins by 11 between Koo and the IDP, and the IDP group or outscores Hawk by 13. So DC by far the worst quarterback output through eight weeks, only 7.3% or 85 points from the quarterback position. The average is 14% and 171 points. So it's been a rough year for quarterback. That's the, that's the story of the season and shows how important the quarterback position is in our league. Yes, yes, it does. Has anyone ever won two games in a season with negative points from their quarterback? Because Matt Stafford put up a negative burger for me earlier this year in one of my only other wins. Uh, we did it again with Derek Carr. There's no, no reason that I should have won this game. And I could vent forever, but the fact that Swift has been sitting out for so long, and then his coach says today, he's still not 100%, but we played him anyway. I don't know why they would do that. Um, I also agonized over... Monday night football and well, uh, uh, really Sunday night football and Monday night football. I know Gabriel Davis had a touchdown called back like Hawk should have won this game. It's not going to feel good for him to hear that, but over and over throughout the weekend, grinding over this stupid game, Hawk should have won this game. I owe it to uh, uh, Javon Holland, you know, an old duck. I went back to the roots. We needed, we needed the rookie, uh, Oregon Duck to step in and uh, and and put up 18 points at the safety position. Uh, really, it was IDP that got it for me uh, and a negative point from a guy that I just traded for. G-F-Y. I do, I do enjoy popping onto the Slack, just doing something, coming back, and Justin's like, I fucking gave up draft picks for this son of a bitch! I'm like, yes! That is worst just like actual capital like not just not just pick him up off of it like actual capital for that asshole that's not just fab i can't roll over that's just stuff i could have used next season oh god dang it well i can tell you uh, how sad it is for me this is two weeks in a row where i had completely no plan of filling one of my spots because i just can't do it and both weeks i have to do it just so to get that bag of dicks i've had to do that two weeks in a row now (laughs) they've been successful moves though that's good yeah it's working out but really not what you want so you know Dak prescott looked good though so i think that uh hawk attacks he's kind of back in the keeper status for hawk looks like yeah yeah it's nice to have a quarterback it it is that's what i hear yeah it, I mean, it's true. I'll let you guys know. It's good. It's good. It's oh, good. Yeah. It's yeah. Also, okay. It's good to have two of them also. Good, good to have choices, you know, 14, 39, which, you know, you choose one. It's better than negative. So. But is there really a choice for you, bud? I mean, is it really like I'm going to put in Rogers over Tua? Not anymore. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that 60 burger next week to come back. So the trick is to be down early. So you got to slang it all over the place in the second half. Did, did Waddle have 39 also? Waddle had a big game. Yeah, let's see. Oh, I I know, wanna, I know whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to get think, ahead of it. I think that's our last game. 
Let's jump right into the last game. Products versus he got me. I didn't want to steal any thunder there. I was just excited about my quarterback. So CJ, let's spit some numbers. Yeah, so 167 and 161, close, you know, but uh, Products pulls it off. Pollard finally gets his start with an injured Zeke. I'm using air quotes, injured. I'm not sure if he really was or wasn't, but gets 33 points for Products. Once again, Chubb and Stevenson, he just leaves them in there. He's had, just leaves those guys in his running back spots and both of them get over 21. Mur for, uh, he got me, Murray, Waddle, and Cook all have big days over 25 points with over 80 combined. It was a big day. IDP keeps them in the game with 44 for he got me versus only 22 from products. He still leads the league in IDP points, but had a really down week. This is the second down week, but he made, he more than makes up for it. Burrow looked, looked bad with five sacks and only 232 yards. Those two touchdowns on Monday night is just enough for products to take home the win. That's all you need. Just that one last touchdown was what the <laughs> difference was in this game. So he got me, has a significant lead in points from trade players, and nearly 25% of his points come from trades. That's pretty good. The league average is 8.7. This is through eight weeks. Product leads the way with kicker and IDP points. He has most of the season. He got me at um, at least two losses can be tied directly to performance of Jonathan Taylor. So when you look at it, just the performance of Jonathan Taylor is killing. He got me. I think it's the difference between him being four and four and six and two. So it's a rough year for arguably the top player in fantasy going into this season. Um, you know, but he got me still hanging in there. Uh, looks like he's probably going to make the playoffs, but Jonathan Taylor has been been rough. It's been rough. That's crazy. Those are some good stats to hear because uh, Deontay Johnson, another keeper of his, just can't get it right. But uh, the trades that he's made have have, uh, have made he got me dangerous. So good on him. Uh, you know, it just keeps getting better and better. It must be easy to be products or however that works because <laughs> – Having Roquan Smith go to the Ravens, I swear that guy is going to have a 40-point game at, at some point before the season's over. So good to see Roquan has a, a down week. He gets traded. It's going to be better. Um, and now there are three really, really strong running backs on Produx's team because I don't think this Pollard thing's going anywhere. I think we all kind of knew early on this year that it was just a matter of time. He waited it out. I know I've peppered him with many different trades options for him to turn down. Um, and now I think it's probably paid off long-term. He's got uh, Stevenson, which really no one saw coming with Chubb and Pollard. It's going to be tough. Products will be tough going forward. Yeah. And, and, you know, we've been talking about this breakout for Pollard for years, it feels like, and it's just nice to see him get, the carries, you know, play well, and his boy Zeke clapping for him on the sideline. You know, it's more like <laughs> awesome. Uh, you're doing so great. <laughs> well, and and Zeke, to his credit, has kind of handled it the right way. I mean, probably nobody, well, maybe Hawk Attack and I um, pay attention to more Dallas Cowboy headlines, but Zeke's handled this thing actually pretty well. Uh, saying that it doesn't matter. He just wants a ring at the end of the day. I swear it's just the Cowboys. This has happened every single year 
for the last three years, when Pollard gets his shot, he puts up the big game and then they say, thanks for doing your job. They put Zeke back in. <laughs> I don't know why. Hopefully it's different this time, or at least uh, for products, hopefully it's different this time. I mean, Pollard has looked like the better player for a while. Like long, long you just time. see it on the screen. It's just, he jumps out at you and Zeke is just, he's just pounding away, you know, and I guess that's good, but. I just don't get it. But anyway. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call bullshit on both of you guys because where were you when I was like, oh, Montgomery Pollard, who's a keeper? Who do I? Oh, that's, uh, well, that's. I, I don't. Hey, listen, I'll be honest. When I was putting together the keeper list, I did not have Montgomery as your keeper. That was a surprise to me. I will say that there's number ones and there's number twos on every single team. So if you're playing for now, you're using the number ones. If you're playing for the future, trying to hold on to number twos, I look, I don't know. They just, the problem is, is that the Cowboys signed way too big of a deal to Zeke. And then they made it about his knee injury last year and he's going to be back and he looks better than ever. He's going to be the number one. You just watch. They're going to start Zeke for the rest of this year. I promise you. Uh, yeah, I slacked, uh, I slacked products and I was like, when, when did you, how did you, what did you pick him up? He's like, he was my first pick in the first round. So I was like, all right, he's, it's pay. That's what you're trying to do with the first round pick. So that's, yeah, it's a nice pickup as Montgomery squanders away 10 points a game. So. Oh well, yeah. And okay. Yeah. This sounds, I bet you're happy that you can say stuff like that now because some of us just can't say stuff like that. I mean, it's, I mean, it is a, like I almost said when we were recapping my, my matchup last year, it took me three games to get the points <laughs> I got last week. So it is definitely the 1% complaint. So it's, yeah. It's also a little recency bias because oh, if, we, have- if we if we he put up five week one he yeah. you know he had a he had a one point eight in week four he had a seven points in week six like this is the exact same thing that happened with him last year and I I I I couldn't bring myself to keeping him so you know don't beat yourself up. All right, well that wraps up the uh, the games this week. We got uh, we got one last uh, little segment here, CJ. I have one fun fact. So, Ooh. yeah, so there's, there's two teams in the league. So, I, you know, that you have your top 10 players for, um, for the year. And it just, you know, kind of shifts around a little bit. There's two teams that every player in their top 10 has double-digit points. And one of them is Irish Puddles, which <laughs> probably doesn't come as a surprise to anyone. Who do you guys think is the other team? So you're saying their top 10 players average all 10, 10 points or more. Yeah. Average 10 points or more. Yeah. End zone. It is not end zone. Is it Gore? It is not Gore. Tony. Electrocutioner. <laughs> oh, so he just basically just <laughs> he just gets to double digits and that's it consistently. Nope. <laughs> He's got, a, he's got a high floor. He's got a high floor and, and a and a tiny little tiny little ceiling. I have a ceiling yet. I think that's where he's that's where it comes down to. He just can't quite get 
he doesn't have those two or three, you know, sort of knock it out of the park week in, week out guys. And that's the difference for him this year. It's a bummer. Consistently average, but. (laughs) (laughs) But it's good to see. I mean, I'd say most teams like have one or two guys that are like six and a half, eight, maybe something like that. So (laughs) yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Good for him. Good for you, electrocutioner. That's something. Ten points by committee. (laughs) (laughs) At least 100 points a week right there. (laughs) Something you can always count on. 100 points. No bag of Ds. All right. Do we got a game of the week next week, or do we want to just wrap this thing up? Oh, no, we do. Yes. What are you guys thinking? I have have an idea, but what you guys have anything that you guys are thinking? I think I I was going to go with Duck Cowboy and Products. Um, I know there's some bye weeks going on there. The Battle um, of the Ducks. Yeah, but I, that looks like a pretty good matchup. And that would – a win here pushes Products three games out of Duck Cowboy. And Duck Cowboy might might be a tough road if you lose this one. It's a must win for Duck Cowboy. Um so that's where I was going with that one. I was going to say, if, if, if it wasn't going to be that one, you know, if, if we were looking at this game two weeks ago, I would say Tony's triple vet versus IP lot on yeah. the line there, but uh, it's just uh, not the same now. Tide, well. the, tide has, the tide has turned, but yeah, I like the, uh, the all duck bowl. I like it. Well, I, was looking at both of those games because the way I see it is I am in a must win and I'm kind of need Tony as a must lose because um, I need to just get better than two other franchises in the West. And that's my best option at this point. You need, you need to win and you need Tony to lose. Yep. <laughs> Here, I'll well, help choo choo. Justin, the wind train is headed your direction, my friend. Oh, early. The little 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 uh, early pick there. I like it. Doing it. I'll take it, but I haven't chosen a QB for this week. So maybe just wait until <laughs> maybe just wait till that happens. Yeah, I'll wait till we see what you do at quarterback, then maybe we can make our choices a little easier. Hopefully Couple. you pick a bad one, because when you suck at quarterback, you seem to win. So no. I'm not gonna pick one myself this time. I'm just gonna grab one out of a hat. I could have started any other starting quarterback last week and had 15 to 20 points. Instead, I picked one with my expertise and got negative one. You traded for one. That makes it even worse. Don't remind me. (laughs) All right. Good luck this week, guys. All right. Good luck, everybody. Thanks for listening to me. The 10th season of the Battle of Willamette podcast. Zayn, the Diaz. Everybody have a great week. Justin. Bye. Bye. Bye.